0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the A and J podcast. I'm Javin, joined by the Kobe to my Shack, my co-host Adam. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna start off real quick. Some breaking news in the NFL: JJ Watt signed to the Cardinals for a two-year, thirty-one million, right? Twenty-three million guaranteed. Um, what do you think about this? Uh, this signing?
1: I think it's a pretty good signing for them. You know, he gets reunited with uh, D Hop. Kind of like a Texans reunion over there. Um, their defense could use some more playmakers. I think J.J. Watt has a little left in the tank. Uh, he's still he's not the prime J.J. Watt, but he's still a good player. Still a good pass rusher. Why not? It's a good signing.
0: Yeah, I mean, he said he wanted to go to a contender. And I think, you know, I think the Cardinals are a team that, that can't contend in a couple years. You know, they have Colin Murray. They have one of the best wide receivers in the league. They have a good all-around team, you know? I think it's a good place for him to go.
1: Yeah. Uh, offense is uh, not their weak point. The def- They got to yeah. get better on defense. And uh, signing JJ Watt definitely helps them. Uh, I think they could use more of some more uh, defensive backs. Um, but, you know, JJ Watt's a good sign. He's, he's a vet. He's a winner. You know, he's a leader. Should help him out.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what I think. I think this makes Russell Wilson want to get traded even more, because <laughs> now he's got to, you got to deal with, JJ uh, J. Watt twice a week, twice a year. You got to deal with Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald. Yeah, like that man just has no luck right now.
1: Sean Watson, like, <laughs> he uh, he sees JJ uh, J. Watt and D. Hopper united. He's kind of like,
0: he's like, yo, can y'all trade me to the to the Cardinals? Is that possible?
1: Yeah, I got room Please? for one
0: more. I know y'all got Kyler Murray, but
1: it's all right, he could sit. <laughs> that'd be a crazy trade.
0: It would be, but I don't think there's any way it happens.
1: No, it probably wouldn't. It'd be interesting though.
0: Uh, pretty good
1: move for Cardinals. I don't think this. I think it's a good, solid signing, and that's about mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah, good I don't mo- have to. I agree.
1: Yeah, and a good for JJY. He got got a lot of money.
0: Yeah, and you know this is. I like that he got to put. You know this into his own hands. He he's the one who broke the news. He posted about it on Twitter. Yeah. You know it's like not like any fucking like Wojnowski type of person came out and was like yeah JJ Watt signed with the Cardinals before he even got to say it.
1: Yeah. And what he didn't that? have to move too far. Texas, Arizona, right next to each other. Yeah.
0: Trinidad. Yeah, it's not that far.
1: So good for JJ Watt. Definitely a good guy. Deserves, you know. Deserves you know a, the 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 contract.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um. In the NFC East, Alex Smith and the Washington football team are gonna part ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we feel about that? What do you think? Who do you think they should go for? Uh, I thought it was kind of weird that they let him go. I understand
1: they they kind of want their franchise quarterback to be brought in kind of soon. But who you know who are they gonna bring in? Like, are they do they expect to draft draft someone in the upcoming draft, or do they expect? maybe Kyle Allen to be their franchise quarterback. I don't know. I thought Alex Smith could have been pretty good for them as at least step.
0: Yeah. Know? I mean, you have a quarterback that's there that can play the ball and, you know, he just, w- I mean, it was a very weak division, but he still won the division last year, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't see why you move past him when you don't have anybody that's set up prime to be that quarterback, unless the know they can sign somebody or trade for somebody. I don't think anybody wants to go to Washington. NBA. Yeah,
1: they must feel pretty confident about their chances to get a quarterback on the market, maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe they trade for Russell Wilson, who knows? Yeah.
1: Does <laughs> Russell Wilson want to go to the Washington football team?
0: I mean, who wants to go to the Washington football team? Unless you're, like, a journeyman who needs to prove himself or, like, you get drafted there, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Alex Smith came off, like, 30 million leg surgeries and he was, just, like... I, I assume Washington's, like, one of the only teams that would take him at that point. mm and you know, good for him. You know, he came back from that. He had a he had a good season. He made the playoffs. He deserves it.
1: I expect Alex Smith to get signed with the team. Yeah, definitely. Not sure what team right now, because so many things are up in the air. But I expect him to either be fighting for a starting rotation spot or going to a good team where if some, the the if the the main guy gets hurt, he can step up and you know compete and contend for a playoff spot. Like, similar to Andy Dalton, like, he went to the Cowboys thinking because if Dak ever goes, uh, gets hurt, he has a good chance to show his stuff. He has a bunch of weapons around him. I expect the same same direction for Alex Smith.
0: Yeah. um, You know, he's definitely a good quarterback that deserves a spot on a roster. I think more than some quarterbacks that are on rosters right now. Mm. You know? So there's no way he doesn't get signed. Apparently, Washington was making calls to trade for Mariota with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you want to go from Alex Smith to Mariota? I don't know. I, mean, I know Alex Smith is old, right? Mm. But Mariota hasn't looked that good ever since he got drafted.
1: Yeah, he had that one good. Uh, what was it? A playoff game or was it? When did uh, what's his name get hurt? Tannehill. Oh, I'm sorry, not Tannehill. Carr.
0: I'm not even sure.
1: Remember he played. He came in and played for a little bit.
0: No, I don't. I don't remember anything about Mark Smith until mm. he got drafted.
1: I think he, he had a good game this season. I forgot when. Kinda escaping my mind, but
0: was that game so good to get a starting spot though? I don't
1: know. I guess I guess if you're the football team.
0: Yeah, maybe. Who's getting a new name next season? Finally. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean football team's such a stupid name.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: I, I swing it over to the NBA?
0: Yeah, not a lot to talk about in football. Not much has happened. So we're just gonna talk about NBA. New York basketball, everything's looking up right now.
1: My New York Knicks, Jazz, <laughs> are sitting in the fourth seed in the East. Can we get a round of applause? Round of applause. <laughs> All right, round of applause for the Knicks. Yeah, baby. Fourth seed. We beat Pistons yesterday. Uh, It could have been a trap game because we're coming off a back-to-back. And, uh, you know, it kind of felt like a trap game. You know, this game where it's like, it's, you don't want your team coming in thinking like, oh, we're going to beat them. It's going to be easy. And then you get punched in the mouth and it's like a disappointment. But we got we got the job done. Julius Randle did great. RJ did great. Team did great. Defense was absolutely lock up, And we finally, finally are over 500 in the month of February slash March. Great. Right?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think that's really big for New York, you know. I don't think anybody's expecting a deep playoff run with this team at the moment, but just to be over 500 and how long, like when's the last time the Knicks were over 500?
1: Oh yeah. I seen it was the last time they were over 500 at this point in the season was 2016.
0: Yeah. See that's, I mean, it's five years ago, you know, that's, that's big. You like to see it. You want to see your team win and you know, this is good for the Knicks. Yeah, for sure. And listen, I know the expectation is not too high when we get to the playoffs, but
1: let's just say we finish in the fourth seed and we verse some bum eighth seed, like or whatever how it happens. Because I know there's ten teams that make it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not really sure how it works. But if we get the fourth seed and we get home field advantage, why can't why can't we beat a team like I don't know the Heat or who else is down there, Magic or something, or the Hawks, you know?
0: Well, to be fair, the Heat are... They're they're playing better. They're on a six-game win streak right now.
1: Or the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics have a scary team on paper, but they are not playing well. And I think they're very beautiful this season. Yeah, definitely. So, I think, uh, you know, I think it's good for the Knicks fans. You know, all the Knicks fans are going crazy. Everybody's happy. And I think they deserves. you know. The Knicks weren't expected to be good. They were expected to be destined for the lottery again this year. And... You know, halfway through the season, one game over five hundred sitting in the fourth uh fourth seed. I think Knicks fans deserve the happiness and the and excitement and all that, you know?
0: Yeah. Big game against the Kings, hundred forty point scored by the Knicks. That was huge.
1: Yeah, that was a great game. I mean we dropped one four how the hell did Knicks drop one forty in a game? I don't know. I mean the Kings are really that bad. Uh Julius did good. RJ did good. That was Derek Rose's probably one of the I think that was his first start. And uh he did great, eighteen points, six assists, three re- uh three rebounds. And I also thought it was funny how the Knicks would go on a th- three game winning streak and they score 140 points the same day Alfred Payton gets hurt. <laughs> right?
0: Knicks fan 63 is not gonna be happy about you talking about Alfred Payton like this.
1: You no, know, he's not. He might he might, you know, might block me, but
0: You're gonna have to call in.
1: I think uh I think the lineup just looks a lot better without Alfred Payne in the lineup. I think, you know, he was playing good before he got hurt, but it just so it's just so much more fluid when uh, when Rose is in there and quickly gets more burn. You know, it just spaces out the, the lineup more. You get one more person in there, you know, in the wing spot. Mm-hmm. More minutes. You know, I like it. So hopefully when Pel- Payne uh, comes back, hopefully they don't just stick him in there right away. Maybe they just... Kind of keep it how it is because the team's uh, doing so good already. Yeah, don't want to mess anything up.
0: Yeah, if it's if it's you know working, if it's not broke don't fix it. That's what they say. Exactly. <laughs> how about the
1: Nets? Uh, they coming off a loss to the Mavs, but previously they were on an eight game win streak, so they look really good too. Uh, the Nets look very scary. Things are clicking. Uh, the Maverick game, they lost. No KD, no Kyrie. You know, you give you know. It happens. They were just—they just—they had just won eight games, you know. They were bound to yeah. lose, and they were missing their two best players. So
0: you know, it's—it is
1: what it is. What are you going to say?
0: No, there's not much to say about it. Like besides that, I mean, Brooklyn when they're healthy, they look like a very serious contender now.
1: Yeah, I think they're really buying into the system that Nash is preaching. Uh, people are like buying in. People playing harder, and you know. It looks so much better. Look more competent.
0: Mhm. So New York, New York basketball in a very good place at the moment.
1: Uh the Nets are in the second seed.
0: Yep, they're half a game behind.
1: Yeah, they're twenty-two and thirteen. So pretty good. Only yeah, half a game out from the Seventy Sixers.
0: I have a question. When was the last time? Well, actually, yeah. When was the last time the Celtics were the fourth place in the fucking Atlantic Division? Has to be a long time now.
1: That is kind of crazy because Seventy Sixers have been bad for a long time. Knicks, Nets, and then Celtics. And the I don't Raptors, know. That's a good question. Are last.
0: Uh, huh? The Raptors are the last place in the division. Yeah. They're tied yeah. with the Celtics, though.
1: But the Raptors were bad not too long ago.
0: Yeah. So I mean, when's the last time you think that's happened in general?
1: Ooh, I don't know. Honestly,
0: I yeah, I can't think of a I can't think of a time either. It's probably a long, long time ago.
1: Yeah, because. It seems when the Celtics are good, there's always one team that's doing bad. Like, recent history, obviously, the Knicks have been bad. You go to, like, the early 2000s, the uh, 76ers were bad. In the 90s, they were pretty bad, too.
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe you got to do some research on that sometime. We'll We'll answer it in the next pod. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
1: So, yeah, NBA basketball just looks good. The Nets, if you're a Nets fan, if you're a Knicks fan, I mean, what a time to be alive. Your teams are doing great. They're both on winning streaks. The Nets just lost their winning streak, but they're still playing well. They got a big game tonight versus the Spurs. I'm hoping they beat up on the Spurs pretty good. That way, the Knicks can kind of – because the Knicks first them the next day, tomorrow. So if they get beat pretty bad, you don't want the Spurs to be too motivated during the Knicks game. You know, extra motivation. So maybe it's a close game. Maybe it goes to overtime, right? The Nets can help out the Knicks.
0: It would be nice.
1: Yeah. So pretty good in the NBA world. Anything else?
0: Uh, I want to talk about my Rockets. Go for it. I mean, I losing James Harden, man. This shit hurt so bad. We lost eleven games in a row. Mm-hmm. We were eleven and ten. Yeah. And then eleven games, bro. It's insane.
1: You guys are right now. You're fourteenth in the West. At eleven
0: and twenty one. Yeah, we have the third worst record in the league, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, I think Wolves and uh Pistons. Pistons yeah, yeah, Pistons are the two worst teams.
0: The Cavs are doing better than us. The Cavs. Yeah. But what, I mean, you know.
1: What what's what do you think what's going on what's going on? Like what's wrong? I know Christian Wood has been hurt. I know you guys had you guys dealt with some injuries, obviously a heart injury, but what's going on?
0: I'm t- I wish I could tell you, like you said, injuries, a lot of injuries. Wall hasn't been playing that well. I don't even think Depot hasn't been playing either. I think they're trying to trade him, which, you know, people have been saying he goes because he declined the extension, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't think we were going to re-sign him anyway. I think it was just more like, I don't think he was going to re-sign. I think it was more just like a pleasantry from the owner, mm. but I mean, you know. The team just hasn't been looking good, and I at first it kind of did it didn't look terrible, but now man it's just eleven games in a row. With, I haven't seen that in a long time.
1: Is it offense, defense, bench, starting unit, but like
0: all of it? I mean, when you lose eleven games in a row, you know nothing's really working for you.
1: Yeah, for sure, that's a good
0: point. We lost to the Knicks.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that well, hasn't happened in a while either.
1: Eighteen teams lost to the Knicks, so that's true. Uh. What do you where do you think then the Rockets go from here?
0: Well, we have a we have a good amount of picks. We have um, Eight we of the Nets the Net. pick, yeah, yeah, but that, those are like throughout the year. We have a pick swap with the Nets, but we're probably not going to swap picks. I mean, because the Nets are going to make you know a deep run, so what's the point? We have the Trail Blazers pick. It's top fourteen protected. Uh, we have Detroit pick from the Christian Wood sign signing. Top sixteen protected. And uh I think we have our own pick this year. I'm not sure. Mm. Because we haven't had our first round pick in a long time. Can't remember the last time we've had our first round pick. I think like since like Sam Decker, which was like 2015, something like that. Mm. So you know, I mean, we we could make some moves in the draft, you know, sign some good players. Yeah. I don't know how good this NBA draft class is, but I I've heard it's not, you know, bad.
1: No, it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably one of the best drafts in a while, yeah.
0: So you know, if the Rockets can make away with three first-round picks, which is a possibility, you know, maybe you know we can start rebuilding. I'm I'm with it.
1: Yeah, I think the Rockets are destined for a full rebuild. They're probably gonna tear it down, maybe keep some vets to try to stay competitive, and then try to re- rebuild with the draft. Yeah, and you know they they went on a pretty long run. They were very competitive for X amount of years you know so nothing lasts forever. It was yeah, a good run.
0: every good team has to get you know eventually you know contracts run out. people don't want to play there anymore.
1: people get old,
0: yeah exactly not not a t- no team could be on top for that long except with like the bulls in the nineties that's pretty much it. Can't think of another team that was like on top for that amount of time for that long
1: so uh should we swing it over to u f c
0: yeah uh u f c two fifty nines this weekend very excited. Such a good card that we have. It's looking good. Very excited. And then the All Star Game is the next day after that, so a lot of sports this weekend. Um. So we're gonna do our predictions for the three title fights that are happening on UFC 259. Uh, would you like to start off?
1: So it's Peter Yan versus uh Sterling. Um, to be honest, not I don't know a lot about Sterling. I know he does have a longer reach than Yan. Uh, I haven't watched too much Sterling, but I watched a lot of Yan, and I, I like Yan. I like the way he fights. I think he's really good. Um, I'll go with Yan only because I'm more comfortable with him because I've watched them more, and I really haven't watched too much of Sterling. So I think Yan Yan's a pretty good fighter. So I think it's his, it's his chance to lose, and the odds say that he's the favorite, and I'm probably gonna take him uh, to win it to win it.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. <clears throat> I. You know, Peter Yan looks really good. I really, I like him as a fighter. 15-1 right now. Like you said, he's the odds-on favorite. I um, don't think I'm ready to bet against that yet. Mm. Just because he has looked really good.
1: One thing that Sterling does has he has a longer reach. He has like a four-inch mm-hmm. reach advantage on Yan, which could probably uh, be in his favor if they, you know, if they box a lot. But I think I like Yan, his boxing and his wrestling. I think he can probably pull out a win here.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And then the next one will be uh, it's Nunez uh, versus Anderson. <laughs> I'm gonna take Nunez because she's a freaking beast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against Nunez. Anderson's pretty good. She's actually. She's uh. She's a little taller, more reach. She's actually four inches taller. Mm. And four inches longer in reach. So. I mean, if this is if this was one for Nunez to lose, it'd be this one. But I think I'm more confident as Nunez as a fighter to overcome the reach and the height difference, and the wrestling ability. So I'll go Nunez.
0: I'm never betting against Nunez, man. After she beat Cyborg, I thought that was gonna be the fight that she lost. But after that, never betting against her. She is an animal. She's a she is not on the same level with anybody else in the women's division at the moment.
1: Yeah, she's twenty and four right now. I mean. <sighs>
0: My gosh, she's so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup just because uh the height difference, but I think Nunez is just a better fighter, period.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like I said, that Cyborg fight, I thought Cyborg was one of, you know, the best woman fighter of all time or mm-hmm. on the planet at the moment, and Nunez beat her ass decidingly, too. Yeah. Like, she whooped her good. So, I- I'm-, I'm putting my money on Nunez. I'm putting the house on Nunez.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, and then next is Blachowicz versus Adesanya. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be really good. And I, you know, I really don't know who is going to win because I think I want to go Adesanya because he's so good. And he has like, he always shows up and he's 20 and 0 undefeated. But, you know, maybe you can help me out. What are you, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, I think Adesanya going to take this fight. Mm -hmm. Just like the speed and everything that he has and his power and his speed combined I think is going to be too I think it's going to be too much for Blachschewitz to handle because he's kind of like he's not slow, but he's not like exactly fast and I think Adesanya is going to win just based off speed alone and you know, Adesanya is an amazing fighter and so is Blachschewitz but I got Adesanya to take in this fight for sure.
1: Are you worried about Adesanya jumping up a class to fight him or no?
0: Nah not really. I think you know he's had time to get acclimated to the weight change now. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I said, I think he's, I think he's got a very, very good chance to win.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think because Adesanya has the belt, he's undefeated. Well, they both have a belt, but Adesanya is twenty and zero. He's so good. He, the speed, the length, the power. He's kind of like a triple threat right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably have to agree and say Adesanya too.
0: Yeah, either way, even if I'm wrong on all three of these predictions, I'm still very excited for this for this UFC card. This card looks so amazing. Even the card, even not the title cards, uh, the Islam fight, I, I've i been hearing about him. I heard he's really good. You were telling me about Tiago Santos. I'm very excited for this card. I'm looking, to, It's shaping up like one of the best ones I've yeah,
1: seen. Yeah, very, very, very excited. I think, yeah, this is like one of the best cards in a while because you have three bell fights. Back to back to back, you know, it's going to be really good.
0: And yeah. we have fucking Stepe versus Ngannou later in the month, too.
1: Yeah, that's going to be good, too. Can't wait. Definitely. I think, you know, it's funny, the Yan fight or the Nunez fight, those could be, like, uh, main card fights, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. If,
1: like, those could be their own main card fights, and then we get all three in,
0: a, in one fight. going to be good. Very excited. For sure.
1: Uh, anything else? <laughs>
0: It's gonna be a twenty-five minute episode at this rate because there is nothing to talk about.
1: The Mets played their first spring training uh, game today. They lost. Doesn't really matter. You know, I thought I'd just mention it, just to mention it. Yeah. They lost two to zero to the Marlins.
0: Exactly. What is there to talk about? What is going on in sports?
1: Uh, it's kind of kind of dead right now because NFL is not really picked up yet. Baseball's still starting up. And basketball is entering the all star break. So it's kind of dead. Uh, one more story we want to talk about before we wrap this up uh, is the Mariners situation. What happened in baseball? It was a very interesting thing. If you didn't know, um, their president or, or GM, or he, you know, I, don't, I actually don't know his exact title, it was mayor. Um, so, a very weird situation. So he was talking to a Rotary Club about the Seattle Mariners and you know the outlook of the mariners and stuff and how covid affected them and he so he did this long interview talking to them and you would not believe the things he said because it it almost doesn't seem real so he talked about like service manipulation talked about how uh they saved so much money and they made more money off their their tv deal than they probably should have that they're not going to call up their top prospects because they don't want to. Because they, one of their top prospects, Jared Kelnick, who was on the Mets, they traded uh, to the Mariners. They said because he declined to sign the contract extension, which would have made him way below uh, below market price, paid him below market price, that they're going to keep him in the minors to kind of punish him. Talked about how they charge they charge like a high number on parking because there's no parking. Talked about how he doesn't like to pay, um, pay interpreters because he they like they hired um, I think a Japanese uh, person to, to in the organization. He was a former player for them, and he, he didn't like to pay seventy five thousand for his interpreter. So he forced the pl- the person to speak English because he didn't want to pay the interpreter. The whole thing was a mess. You've seen it, Jav, right?
0: Yeah, I seen the beginning of it. I seen that part that you were talking about with the interpreter. Mm. um that shit is insane
1: it is a real bad look for baseball and is this not is this not what baseball personified looks like
0: i mean yeah from the outside looking in it definitely does it just looks like you know an owner who doesn't want to win and just wants to make money but doesn't want to spend any and so he fucks over the players the organization and the people that work hard there
1: yeah like he hit on every time you would think it was scripted right because he hit on like (laughs) racist topics because he kind of came off as a racist prick He's a white old man, by the way. He's the president, not the owner, but same shit. He's high up there. Um, He talked about how he screws over the minor league players, screws over the players, saves money, doesn't spend. They make more money than they probably should. The fans are, you know, they don't care about the fans. They don't care about the winning. And he's bragging about saving money. And he's he's bragging about saving money as if his team is good. And, like, they made the playoffs every year. The Mariners haven't made the playoffs in like 20 years. They're the worst franchise in baseball. No question. Them and now, now them. They'd have to be the worst. And they're bragging about saving money as if it's they're bragging about winning championships. Yeah. Like, baseball has a huge problem about owners not spending and front office not spending. And they, they literally got him on 4K admitting to all this. And I know for a fact that the players' union... When the CBA comes up and they have to talk, they're going to bring this video up a lot.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: They're going to throw this video at the owner's face like at least 10, 15 times. It's like, oh, this guy's racist. This guy wants to save money. He admitted to it. This guy is uh, manipul- manipulating service time. This guy's,
0: you know, they have it on proof. Because the thing is, like, he he's not the only owner that probably thinks like this, but he's the he said it. And he got caught saying it. Not even caught. Like, he just said it out. Ad, to a Rotary about, Club. You know? Who the fuck is the
1: Rotary Club?
0: <laughs> I don't want to join the Rotary Club if I'm getting inside information
1: like this. Right? Absolutely
0: ridiculous. Absolutely. You think every Rotary Club gets info, info like this? Not not like that, bro. Do you know how hyped they were when they heard all this stuff? They were like, yo. Yo, yeah. Are you, are you sure? Uh, oh, okay. No, i mean, want to keep going. Keep That's going. hilarious.
1: Imagine I just joined the Mets Rotary Club. I'm like, Steve Cohen. Uh, so tell me about this guy uh, Lindor. Are we signing him or? And he's just like he gives me all the inside information and stuff.
0: Yeah, bro. I think every every, every any sorts any anybody that does like reporting or like media would love to have a fucking back channel like this to an owner.
1: Yeah, and it was it's just funny. Like, I don't know. That was so stupid. Uh, obviously, he had to resign. I mean. There's no way the organization could have kept him, so he resigns. I'm sure he's still like a shadow front office guy, you know, working from the from the shadows. Cause I wouldn't be too surprised. And it's a, it's just a bad look on baseball.
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I hope uh, I hope people like that. We get less people like Mayor in the in baseball because there's such a you don't want people like that, you know. Cause they don't care about winning. You could tell he's bragging about saving money and manipulating the young players, their service time, as if he's, as if he's talking about he won like a ninety-game season, a hundred-game season. You know?
0: Yeah, especially when your team hasn't done anything. When's the last time they've been to a World Series?
1: Well, World Series, I don't know, but the last time they made the playoffs was like two thousand one. See, that's
0: you should, oh man.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, so you, you, bad. Your organization is a joke. Keep losing. Okay. You want to brag? Keep losing. Keep bragging about your losing.
0: Like, who wants to go see that? I understand Seattle's like a very big, like, sports state. Well, I mean, city. Yeah. But it's like, you, when you're a fan you hear this, it's like, well, I mean, this, if this guy doesn't care enough about winning, what's the point of me even coming? Exactly. And
1: Seattle has great fans. Yeah. They have great fans that show up. Even to the Mariners game, they show up.
0: But <laughs> it's so stupid. They deserve a sports organization for every sport. I mean, yeah, you know, Seattle's always, like, the loudest crowd, you know. I mean, just look at it's been how long since the Supersonics got kicked out, and people are still clamoring for them to come back.
1: Yeah, I think been Seattle... Over a decade, at least. Yeah. They should probably kick out the Mariners, honestly. Put, that, put their organization in Tennessee, because Tennessee deserves one, because Tennessee is a huge baseball town, and they should bring back the Supersonics. I, I I think – I know for a fact Seattle will do that trade in a heartbeat, bro. Get Kick out the Mariners and bring out the Supersonics. They'd love that.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, that's not even a fair trade. But, you know, honestly, I kind of was hoping MLB would take uh more action against this. Obviously, what are you going to do? Because they didn't do anything wrong, you know, technically, right? Yeah. But I wish MLB just – you know, Rob Manfred, who's the commission. I wish he kind of like – said something or did something, you know? It's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he have come out and said, this is not acceptable, blah, blah, blah. We're looking to, to improve this, you know? Yeah. Instead, he's hiding in the shadows.
0: Yeah, no, this is a terrible look for baseball, man. I mean, baseball has been getting so much bad publicity recently. Just like with the Astros and this now. Like, it's not a good look for any sports organization that's in the MLB.
1: Yeah, it, it always feels like every other day, it's like a – it's a new thing, not about baseball taking taking up the headlines,
0: right? yeah, one hundred percent
1: yeah if it's not mayor, it's the Astros, if it's not astros, it's the sexual start assault charges on porter and then other uh, other coaches and owners or whatever getting accused, so it's sexual harassment it's like every. it's like why can't it be about baseball? It's such so annoying uh I hope this, the c b a and the players union. I hope they, I hope they change the game a lot. Hope they get rid of a
0: lot of the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else? No, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Gonna be a short episode. It's nothing, nothing happened.
1: Yeah. So right now we're in a weird position because the NFL hasn't really started back up yet. MLB still in spring training, and and uh, NBA is heading into the All Star game. So kind of an awkward phase right now. But because it's going to be a short episode, we're actually going to do a second pod right after this, where we're going to be talking about other stuff other than sports. I think we're going to be talking about video games. Uh, we're going to talk about specifically Nintendo and Pokemon, so if you're interested in that, check it out afterwards. Um, Anything else?
0: No, that's it. I uh, hope you guys stick around and listen for that one, because I think we're going to have a lot to talk about there, a lot of... Stuff that maybe you might be interested in, you know, not just video games. To talk about music, you know, just like what's been going on in our lives and whatnot, you know.
1: Yeah, and sports might be a little dead right now, this kind of week, but the sport, the the gaming world is definitely exciting right now. So check that out. Oh yeah,
0: one hundred percent. All
1: right, so I'll see you guys. This will probably drop on Wednesday. I'll see you guys next time. Later. Yep. See ya.